We hit 100 somehow. Welcome to Community News. My name is Paul. And my name is Sasha. Hello there, Sasha. How are you today? Hello there, Paul. I'm always better once I see your happy, smiling face. Oh, thank you. It's so wonderful to see you. I have a smiley, happy face because I see you sitting across from me, and that makes me happy and smiley. Oh, we're like a love fest today. It's a love it's fest because... It's almost as if it's an anniversary of sorts. 100 shows. And they One said it wouldn't last past two. Who knew? Who said? Who said? I have no idea. There were people out... You know who said. Those five people on the newspaper who were laughing and saying that we would never succeed once we were thrown off the staff and we were just a bunch of hacks. Now they who's having the last laugh? And they said that we wouldn't have anything to talk about because they already reported all. And we were saying to them, but it's the POV, the POV that's missing exactly. in this town. And no one understood us, but now we've got thousands of listeners who understand. It's unbelievable. Look, they say they report on anything. Who was the one who broke the story on the furries? It was Community was you, News, Paul. right? That's right. Yes, it was you and Community News. Who was, the, who was the investigative reporter who broke the story on the principal performing in the high school play with his, <gasps> with his, with his lesions below him? Who was that? I think that was the Community News I team. Exactly, I that, that was Community News. young girls were flirting with the principal in, in their roles on stage. And now, in 2020, Community News, both of us, have done Pilates. You went finally this week. Everybody That's was right. wondering, you made it. I did. After you've been nudging me for a few months, I finally realized that you were probably right. I should give it a try because look how happy it's made you. I mean, you're not even, you don't even have any curmudgeon habits anymore. You used to mention being a curmudgeon. You've been so happy since you added Pilates to your life. No, I don't so, think that's true. But you have I, I still hate everything air. and everybody, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you don't I just do it with a smile now. I'm very happy. <laughs> oh, you're learning how to be like one of those fake people. Well, we do live in Townport, so I, after uh, 15 years, I figure it's time to adapt. <laughs> I have to learn how to adapt myself. <laughs> okay, so Pilates. So Pilates, it was pretty good, except the um, instructor kept making fun of the class. I didn't enjoy that. Right. She was acting like we'd all done it a hundred times already, and anytime we didn't do the exact right thing, she would like point it out and then laugh and make fun of it. Did you? That was not. I didn't like that. Did you bridge your legs? Did you do bridging? I did, and there yeah. was one time where she was like, hips, no, hips, hips. Was she yelling yes, specifically at you? I'm surprised that if she was taking it out on the class that you didn't pull all Sasha on her, you know, much mm. like you did in the furniture store that time or oh, right. in the restaurant that time. Kind of <laughs> well, no, I was playing like um, new, new girl, have no idea, innocent Sasha. But once I got a hips, 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 these are hips. And another time, something about straightening out legs. Right. That's what she said. How so, dare you? How dare you use that line? With Pilates. Right. Okay. Namaste. We are being too inside joke for any new listeners. Right. Um, so are you going back or is this a one-time thing? What is, what is your plan for Pilates? I wasn't sure because my lower back was killing me and I thought it's not supposed to hurt me like that. So at first I thought, let me see how I feel a couple of days later. But I'm very sore, but in a good way. So I'm going to go back. Yes, Thursday. And listeners, that is what she said. So That uh, is what she, Sasha, actually said. 
Well, I'm glad that you made it. Um, wonderful. You did it on the century mark. 100 shows. It's unbelievable that we have reached 100. You know what Joseph Pilates says. What does he say? I always laugh because anytime I've read about Pilates in the past or anytime I've ever taken a class, they all tell you this as if you never heard it before. 10 times will make you change your body. 10, 10 20 times will change your life. I don't know. He said some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> 10 times will make you feel... Do you know what I'm talking about? How dare you insult the creator well, and master of my I'm entire universe like at this point. Of Pilates, all right, well, while better. you're looking for that, I just want to report we've gotten a lot of email about all the turkey vultures in town and how they're sitting on people's roofs and crapping all over their property and, and I hate on their to tell roofs. you, but it's all Paul's fault. It's my fault. It is, because two years in a row, you've talked about the turkey trot on this show, and all our turkey listeners thought that was an invitation to come to the town and be turkey vultures. So it unfortunately I don't think you have the right interpretation of what a turkey vulture is, but if they were all listeners, that would be fine with me. You do realize this is a real bird, right? Not just (laughs) some vagrants who are coming into town and we're calling them turkey vultures and sitting on roofs crapping all over the place. I know the real birds crapping all over, but I'm saying twice you've talked about the turkey trot and I think that like different birds, pigeons and others who listen got the word out to the actual turkeys and they listened and they're like, oh, Townport's very open to turkeys trotting. So they came to trot and they didn't realize that that was only on Thanksgiving that I'm you just, can turkey trot, and instead right. they're turkey vulturing. I'm just curious what you drank before the show to come up with that theory about the turkeys oh, listening to I, I our show. I'm, I guess I'm just in a silly mindset. I can't find, I'm seeing all these other dumb quotes. Physical fitness is the first requisite of happiness. Shut up, Joseph Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like everybody. I, know I thought you felt. just said, I look happy and radiant and I'm fun and it's all because of exercise and then you poo-poo the whole thing in 10 seconds. Because I don't love exercise the way the entire freaking world loves it. I I hate it also. I hate every second of it. You hate it while you're doing it? I put on our podcast and listen to it it on repeat. This is the big famous line. All right, go ahead. You will feel better in 10 sessions, look better in 20 sessions, and have a completely new body in 30 sessions. I've done 30 sessions and I do not have a new body at this point. Can I sue him for, uh, uh, I don't know what it would be. It's not libel and slander like we used to get sued for. I haven't seen you without your clothes on, but I bet that um, your ex-ex-wife would say you do have a completely new body. She does not. She says it looks as horrific as the old body. I don't think she It's just the flab has moved to different places for some reason because with Pilates, I'm working out certain parts of my body, but the fat has to go to other places, so it's gone to other places at this point. You have zero fat. (laughs) That's what I'm envious of. I want... Here, I'll show you. Look. Here, you see? Look at all this fat. Do you see all this? That is literally nothing. That's literally like nothing for someone over the age of 35. (laughs) That's just... A myriad of impossible whoppers gaining their steam and ticking up my stomach at this point. That's what's happening. I got to lay off of those things. You'll be so proud of me. Today we went to a place that's known for really good, really greasy onion rings and burgers and whatnot, and I ordered a salad. 
with the grilled chicken. Joseph Pilates would be very proud of you for doing that. Because he also said, physical fitness can neither be achieved by wishful thinking nor outright purchase. Now that Fuck off! I thought wishful thinking <laughs> was going to do it. Now the salad with the grilled chicken, which is wonderful. We're just curious, all of us out no here. Dressing. Oh, no dressing? I never have them put dressing on, so I just dip little tiny pieces in and just get some microscopic... Taste That's go, good for you. Oh, anyway, I was thinking how I got a salad that had craisins and strawberries in right. it. And I was eating that. And while I was eating it, it was occurring to me, you know how that internet thing that says all the time, like, I'm handwriting in cursive years old. You know that thing people yes. say? So I was thinking while eating my salad, I'm pre- Adding strawberries, craisins, and sweet things to salad to make your shitty bland vegetables taste better years old. And as I was thinking that, the next thought I had was, at what point did the salad makers and the restaurateurs stop with adding sweetness and go like, no, 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 that's too far? Like I was thinking, why not just throw Hershey bars and Milky Ways and Kit Kats in the salad? Because at some point, like people like our grandparents would look at a salad, don't you think, with strawberries and grapes and oranges and r raisins and be like, you mixed up the fruit salad with the salad. Don't you think? Now, let me ask you a question because I like this. I like where you're going. You like where I'm going with this? Now, will this be a restaurant on Main Street that you're going to open up prior to or after we get the ghost tour running? Because I love an idea of salad with chocolate bars on top of it. <laughs> I think you like I think you've hit on way. something. Salad with ice cream, salad with brownies and blondies in it. Because like, don't you think like people from the old timey days would look at these salads and go, uh, yeah, you kind of defeated the salad when you want to put on the craisins, the strawberries, the oranges. It was like back in the college days when. Uh, there would be certain people who would be on a diet and get a Diet Coke, but also eat a brownie with it. That was the yeah. diet at my college. They'd get the frozen vanilla yogurt. <laughs> right. It was like, well, they give us the frozen yogurt. I mean, these kids today, they have sushi and every fancy thing in their cafeterias. I remember when it was a big deal, just that your cafeteria lunch actually allowed you frozen yogurt at every meal if you wanted it. Wow, like I must be much older than you because we never had frozen yogurt as an option. You we had didn't? these tiny little hamburgers that look like McDonald's and my mother would give me 40 cents every day for lunch. No, no, I don't mean in high school. I mean, when you went to college, when oh. we went to college, I, I'm, I'm talking about when I went to college, my mom used to give me 40 cents a day for college meals. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that, well, I don't know. My college had the frozen yogurt maker. I remember the chocolate vanilla, but I'm saying that was like the biggest deal. So you would just keep having it because you couldn't believe that was part of your Included with your meal, instead of realizing, oh, that doesn't mean I should eat it at every single meal. But breakfast, lunch, breakfast, dinner. lunch, and dinner. But you had oh. a diet coke to counteract it. So what difference exactly. did it make? I it was I fine. Did for lunch there. Um, oh, oh, I, I ordered a diet coke today with that salad. You did. Because I was thinking I was going to get a burger at first, and then when I changed it to the salad, I said, you know what? I should change that to unsweetened diced tea. Oh. Because I waste. I thought the the coke, the diet coke, would have been good with meat. Oh, God, there's going to be all these people that react badly to this. That's going to be the worst part of the show, that I get all the hate mail. About what? Meat, eat, and Diet Coke. <laughs> well, speaking of meat and Diet Coke, last story, the town is in uproar because mm. our haunt, our favorite place to eat, the White Swan, 
is changing its name. New ownership, finally. It's not in the water. It has new ownership. And the new owners are erasing the history and calling it now the Black Dove. Can you believe this? And that's Dove, D-O-V-E. Right. I cannot believe, not that they're changing the name. I get it. You know, they want to put their own little stamp on it. Right. And they're cleverly making it like a spoof off of the white swan or How dare maybe, they maybe a spoof that? is what's making everyone upset. But I did read the 150, 175 Townport comments where people said, you can't erase history. You're erasing history. And then the others were arguing that things change and you need progress and we have to all learn to accept change. And right. people are just crying out that they cannot handle that restaurant having a different name. Now, how do you feel about it? Which side are you on? As long as the food is exactly the same, I could give a flying fuck what they call that place. Really? Yes. So I guess I feel the same way that like, well, so many restaurants turn over and just go out of business and they're not even the same place anymore. They change names too. So what's the big deal? Exactly. people, People are very upset. They keep talking about how this town is rich with history and that by doing this name change, they will be erasing history. Ugh, you know what? Those people really need to get a life. That's all I got to say. That's all don't I got to say. Maybe, uh, I don't know what the cross-section is of those outraged people and our listeners. I'm just saying this. Don't you realize I'm saying this because I'm hoping the new owners will finally be our first sponsor on the show, and I'm buttering them up that way, although I probably shouldn't oh, be saying that out loud, but I shouldn't be, but, but we, that's what we're doing. Oh, well... I just think it's a little sad that I wasted the panda furry costume on a restaurant that no longer exists because well, it was called the white swan. And now it's as if I feel like my comedic history is being erased because it's as if I never did that and made a fool out of myself and walked into a full restaurant dressed as a life-size panda. Well, don't worry. We're going to have another opportunity to go there in full panda regalia in a new restaurant, a new setting to freak out a whole new set of clientele. So it'll and be perfect. Exactly. Do you think they'll have the same waitresses or I not? certainly hope so. I hope so too. So anyway, that about wraps up our 100th episode. Can you believe it, Sasha? We made it to 100? I can't. This is like the longest running uh, non-sequitur conversation I've had in, you know, in years. And it's we, the best. I'm, no, I'm, proud, I'm proud of us. That's what I, I love about it. Um, so that's it. 100 in the books. Um, if you as, like sending us celebratory things, you can send us 100 of them. Exactly. Even better. That sounds good. What a great idea, Sasha. Uh, everybody, the ghost tour will be up soon, as will our salad restaurant that has candy bars on top of it. <laughs> and, and ice cream and brownies and flandies and chocolate chip cookies. And only Diet Coke to drink. And on that note, as always, my name is Paul. As always, my name is Sasha. Sasha, it's been a pleasure. Happy 100 to you. I will see you for number 101 on next Tuesday. But I feel like you should say with me. One, two. Okay, two, three. We We love love you, community. community. Thank you for listening. And to 100 more and 100 more and 100 more after that. And thanks to all 100 and 100 and 100 and 100 of you who listen every week. We love you. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye.